we away. Season 2, 2020. So uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got a good show for you today. And because it's a new year, uh, you're listening to Life and Style WA, uh, Season 2, 2020. I'm going to start off with a bit of a New Year's resolution subject, actually, which is called self-improvement, self-betterment. Now, it's, it's a great subject because we all should be, or well, New Year's can kick in with resolutions, but we should also be looking at improving ourselves um, on, on the things I'm going to be uh, brushing over. Constantly, not just because it's New Year's, because I notice the gyms, the gyms really pack the first uh, two, three weeks of the new year, and then by February it can become a bit of a ghost town, tumbleweed blowing, blowing around. So uh, self-improvement shouldn't be just like, oh, it's a new year, let me get these resolutions in, kickstart, and start improving myself. Well, that's well, going to the gyms like a physical improvement, uh, get leaner bigger muscles or um, more toned, uh, but also it feeds back into emotional, mental emotional improvement. So each of these areas of improvement have a fe- bit of a feedback loop. Okay, so well the level levels and areas of self-improvement or betterment are physical. That, I'll break that down for you. Include That includes hormones, everything, your body, your diet, exercise. Then we've got mental, which is your self-awareness, your thoughts, your beliefs, etc. And then we've got emotional, which is the uh, becoming calmer, uh, sleeping better is good for your emotions. So I'm going to talk about sleep. And then we've got uh, communication, connections, relationships, very important for your emotional well-being. Um, meeting people, it's a good time of the year to get out there and mingle and socialise a bit. Um, actually, funny enough, it's the highest time of year for breakups too. Is from um, about November to February, around the f- approaching or just after the fe- festive season. So it's the highest time to meet people, break up, got, um, and in amongst the, all that's communication, the most vital thing. And you get your commu- always working on improving your communication. That's not just relationships, that's at work, friends, family, because a lot of us do have blocks in those areas. And then we've got spiritual levels of self-improvement. So that's where, well, for me, personally, one of my areas would be nature. I love nature, the beach, uh, forests, going away, getting into nice little uh, eco-environments, um, but also um, the spiritual and, and mental, emotional side. You've got reading, you got uh, videos you can watch. You can binge on a certain subject on YouTube, and all of it together combined is looking at investing in yourself as your most important asset to improve yourself as a man or a woman and become a better person to yourself. But then the ripple effect. You know when you get a, a pebble and throw it into the pond, and the ripples go out to the edge like that. The ripple effect of self-improvement uh, everyone benefits around you right if you're happier less stress karma sleeping better your family just sees a happier happier dad or mum and everyone around you you, know, you, you laugh more uh, or you don't have to laugh you can have an inner smile so in breaking it down I'm gonna start with the physical and the first 
thing I would think of on physical self-improvement and well-being is to abolish bad habits. Okay? Now, that could be, well, some of the some of the big ticket items as far as bad habits would be smoking cigarettes, uh, alcohol overuse, tending into abuse, um, self-deprecation, um, putting yourself down verbally or in, inside. Uh, some other bad habits could be, uh, well, drugs comes to mind, or lying in the sun and baking yourself to a leather handbag all day. So the first thing to do when you think of New Year's resolution, and like I said, New Year's should be the springboard to self-improvement, not, not just disappear at the end of January and early February, you're not going to the gym anymore and you've started smoking again or, or started eating um, junk food because junk food is another bad habit. So really, it's like when you're gardening, you've got to... If you're going to plant a whole bed of flowers and fruit and vegetables, first you weed it and till the soil and put the fertilizer in. Then you start planting your cucumbers, passion fruits, herbs, and etc. that you want to grow mangoes, avocados. So, first thing to do with self improvement is to dig out a few bad habits. Now, for, for instance, me personally, I'm only a, a social drinker, but this year, I've decided, even though I'm only a social drinker, that I'm going to have a glass of wine only with food. That's it. I'm not drinking socially, etc. Only appreciating the, the one glass of wine or one beer with food, and um, with the matching the, and the flavours, like a Sauvignon Blanc with some um, Thai seafood or something like that, or Mexican and Sauvignon Blanc or one cold beer, uh, so that's now that's not even a really bad habit. I'm a socialised style drinker, but uh, that's going to a one drink level, even if I go out. So that's my target, personally. Now my other target, because you should, like I said, dig out the weeds first, till the soil, then implant the the improvements and and plant the seeds that will spring into things that make you a better person physically, hormonally, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Well, spiritual is a very misunderstood word, but we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. Um, so um, now you can actually think, right, what's physical? Your body, okay? It's physical. It's made of, well, chalk and iron and magnesium and bones and muscles. So to invest in one of my Things is going to the gym six days a week, non-negotiable. Wake up, gym, one hour. So that's going to be a minimum. I, I do seven sometimes, so daily, and that's a full body workout. I don't do I don't do splits. Uh, splits, if anyone's listening, is when you just go and just do shoulders and biceps for a day, and then the next day you do triceps and deltoids. I mean. Uh, trapezius or whatever so you're splitting your body up into parts and working all like that I, I do more all round full body so here's, here's an example of what I'm doing um, my social drinking so you go to, go to one decent glass of wine with food that's it that's where they go to, out for dinner 
to someone's house, to the parents, out to a restaurant. One nice, really good glass of wine with it. No uh, pubs and even the barbecue drinking, that sort of thing. Then uh, I'm going to the gym uh, seven days a week. Now, the integral part of that there is also the exercise, the fitness, working on your body as a physical thing, removing bad habits, uh, but also integrally diet. Now, I follow a super low-carb diet, and I do, fa- I do a lot of fasting as well, and I'm drinking lemon water and sea salt while I am fasting. So there's, there's an example of, of physical level self-improvement. That's just my personal example for the year. Now, that, because, like I said, New Year's resolution, people go start joining gyms, and the gyms are pretty well packed. I went to the gym this morning, and it was, like, pretty busy, right? But February, crickets, absolute crickets. It's, <laughs> um, so you can see the New Year's resolution starts well with all the good intentions, bless them, but after... A few weeks, where's it gone? Now, we've got to make these uh, levels of self-betterment non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Like, I would have to eat this diet, okay? I have to go to the gym in the morning, every morning, where possible. Um, exercise and fitness. You know, And also, going to the gym. While I'm talking about going to the gym... I see a lot of people do like five or six reps and then sit on their phone for half an hour and then do another five. And they're, sitting on the, they're actually on their phone at the gym um, tw- a lot, sometimes twice as much as they're actually exercising. So it's, I would, I'd either maybe leave the, gym, leave the phone in your bag because really my style would be to go as hard as you possibly can, recover, get your breath back, get your composure back, and then go again. And if you do that at 45 minutes an hour, you're pretty well spent. And she walk out of the gym absolutely spent, hardly even being able to talk. And not, not sort of walking out with hardly, hardly a bead of sweat and you know, you've answered all your messages, done all your Facebooking. So uh, try and make the gym a purpose for that visit. And that, that would go for jogging or any other form of exercise and fitness. You know, I think... Ideally, if you want to start jogging as, as, as a uh, self-improvement measurement, jog along the beach or with bare feet along, along the edge of the water, uh, not on hard concrete. Um, all that jarring on the knees and ankles can actually be a form of self um, well, wear and tear on the joints. So, um, And then some, some sort of HIIT training. I do football training one night a week. Um, cracked my ribs the other night. But, hey, that's all part of it. Uh, so that's your physical level of well-being. Now, look look into diet, plant-based diet. I've sp- spoken a lot about diet in shows, um, I've, and I will in the future. But today's just a general self-betterment show. Uh, Education is important. Education about diet. Uh, look at your bad habits. Even target one or two. Let's say it's just like excessive drinking and junk food. Just off the cuff, just remove them. Simple as that. Non-negotiable. Have to do it. It's not going to disappear in three or four weeks in February. So you're uh, Valentine's Day. You 
you've blown back out to the way you were over the over the festive season. Um, you know, I mentioned the gym, but joining gyms is only one option. Uh, jogging, hit training, uh, you can uh, uh, work out at home, but also put it in your diary if you work out at home, because it's so easy if you work at home to go no, oh no, I'll just I'll just make myself a coffee and read the paper instead. So I find when I do home workouts, you get a double discipline. Because the gym's like an excuse to get, get there. You're paying for, for being there. Um, also, what, what would tip between physical to mental emotion would be hormonal balance. And um, bringing your insulin down should, could be a New Year's goal uh, through diet. Best way to do that, bring that down really fast, is through dietary measures and fasting measures. So uh, insulin's maybe the main hormone to get down. Other other ones you want to get up, like serotonin, dopamine, testosterone, progesterone. Um, well, there's a whole, there's hundreds of t- uh, hormones, but some you want to elevate, like cortisol and insulin. You want to you want to reduce to minimal, uh, and have just have your cortisone cortisol released when your body really needs it, is when you wake up first thing in the morning, you need cortisol or in your stressful situation. So we're just going to listen to a song now and then we'll be back and I'll just talk about uh, self-improvement, hormones and mental and then uh, mental, emotional and self-improvement. Welcome back to the N1 Life and Style WA. Today's episode to kick the new year off is self-improvement and I'm talking about the levels of self-improvement I'll just run through them once again physical, mental, emotional and spiritual spiritual may be being the most controversial of of the four levels now I've talked about physical it's diet, body, exercise, fitness uh, bad habits, education. Now, edu- education is in every area. So we're going on to mental. But, but what what links uh, physical with me- mental uh, self-improvement and betterment is one of the big things there. Diet and exercise, etc., etc. Education as well. It's in is hormones. Now, I just mentioned there's certain hormones that you want to uh, reduce with your self-improvement goals and there's certain hormones you want to increase. Like I always, as a man, want to have a higher testosterone, but I want to have lower insulin and lower cortisol. My serotonin I want to keep high, okay, because that's your feel-good hormone. And dopamine is your relaxed, calm hormone. Melatonin, when it gets dark at night, uh, mel- pretty well our eyes were designed to send signals to the brain when it gets dark to produce melatonin. But with the computers and fluoro lights and bright lights at night, the melatonin is reduced, which is a sleep hormone. Uh, adrenaline, you want to keep low, only release adrenaline when you need it. People are releasing adrenaline all the time when they their body doesn't need it. And then why they're releasing adrenaline um, all the time when the body doesn't need it is because they're usually dietary factors and that would come down to carbohydrates and sugars. Well, sugar is a carbohydrate which actually ends up playing with the blood sugars, playing with the insulin, and, and then your body releases adrenaline and cortisol under those stress scenarios. So, um, mental health and self-improvement. Okay, so the first thing to do there is education is good. Work 
on your inner strength, or some people call your inner game, which is just that combines your self-talk, um, whether you uh, talk positive in your inner voice or negative towards yourself. You know, some people have that self-chastisement when they go, "Oh God, I'm stupid. Um, God, oh, wow, I'm so dumb for getting the forgetting that." You should always pull yourself up on those things, and so and, and instantly correct them and make a habit of it, because that will actually um, you, in a way you're sort of putting yourself down and even if that's in, in your inner voice so if you want to work on your mental emotional uh, self-betterment um, inner dialogue and how you talk to yourself is really important and your inner strength your inner resolution okay you resolve resolution uh, I turn to personally I turn to stoicism for a lot of that because stoicism is one of my fundamental belief systems because it's based in nature. Nature is my, personally my church, okay? That's my ultimate church. So any belief system that's that's founded in nature and laws of nature uh, is right up my alley. But each, each to their own. Um, you know, Buddhism's got some great sayings. And, um, and so, and also with your mental health, and it goes into emotional health, is try to, I would try to filter current affairs and news. Uh, it shouldn't be called the news, it should be called the bad news. It's false advertising. And current affairs and all that, people getting ripped off and uh, old ladies getting harmed by some breaking the house. Do we need to see that every night? Now straight after that is CSI crime scenes and, uh, and then after that's maybe some sort of like horror movie. So you, look, what I'm saying right here with media and even um, social media and TV and your laptop and your phone. Try and be your own filter and watch TV with a remote in your hand. As soon as there's a news flash that's negative, bang, change the channel. Channel. Watch something more humorous or edu educational, of course. Uh, a nature show. I love nature shows. David Attenborough is one of my one of my heroes <laughs> from right from childhood. Um, so the, your mental health. There's so many different levels, but physical health. Looping through to hormonal health, then to your mental health. There's so many areas to work on with those two two areas or two two point five areas uh, alone. With your fitness, because like I said, fitness and, and going to the gym and exercising or doing hit training actually helps your mental emotional health. And your mental emotional health inspires you to be more motivated to go go to the gym and get those benefits. And you know, our a, a goal might be. A, to get a six pack, okay. Um, so get it, grab a six pack, and put it there, right. And that's your goal, because basically to get a six pack uh, abdominal, it should have to be around 12% body fat, uh, under 15 anyway, and also work pretty hard in your abdominals at the same time. So it's a, it's a pretty good goal as a singular body goal. But then you actually, um, not that you're getting a beach and try and shut it off, because that's that's insecure but you just you just know that you're actually under that 15% the magic 15% and the other next level will be 12 under 12% 12 body fat and and you feel strong it's better for your back and it's, it just helps you feel a bit uh, better mental emotionally so that's a good goal and it has to be done by diet look 90% of weight loss even muscle gain is done through diet 90%. Only 10 to 15% is done in the gym, but that's an important 10 to 15% uh, to do in the gym. Uh, so, and also out of the 90% of 
let's say getting a six pack through dietary means only which you can be better off you're doing your crunches and, and, and leg elevations to get there faster and more pronounced uh, would be 90% of the diet that causes you to get under 15% body fat is what you don't eat. That's not what you do, it's actually what you don't eat. It's more important what you don't put in your body than well what you choose not to put in your body. And well, junk food be, being a, a prime target. Alcohol. Alcohol is really high um, energy content. That's why the old beer belly. It's got a very high calorie energetic content in, in alcohol. Um, now, getting back to your mental health, and that none of these areas are an entity with themselves. They've got emotional health and mental health. Okay, so emotional health is more like how your emotions play out. Uh, anxiety, um, OCDs, etc. Now, sleep is so important for your mental and emotional health, actually, and for the gym. Because you burn in deep sleep, deep sleep state, state uh, you should be burning more fat than you do at the gym. That's if your deep sleep state is healthy. A lot of people wouldn't have the deep sleep state uh, at a healthy level because their daily diet reflects on the sleep. So, but if your deep sleep state, you, you actually put on more muscle and burn more fat at night when you're asleep than at the gym. You're not putting on muscle at the gym. Your body's repairing when the muscle when you're asleep. And you should have the um, post-exercise fat burning as well, where your body's actually using... Because you think when you're asleep, you're in a fasting state, your body's going to be using, unless you've had carbohydrates and ice cream for dinner, your body's going to be using fat for fuel. And that's when you're burning fat asleep. So uh, also with emotional health, um, a really very, very important area to work on is communication skills. See so many troubles um, with um, in in even as working as a naturopath, a doctor of natural medicine, and even in relationships, friends, family, even my own. The communication is vital. I mean, it's such a broad word in itself. You could break it down. Uh, is saying what you feel properly and clearly, not saying certain things, uh, expressing yourself openly. Expressing your emotional thoughts and feelings, telling telling people, being assertive, okay, that's that's a good emotional thing to do. Telling people, telling people what you like and what you don't like, in a calm, assertive way. That's all really assertive means, is telling people what you like and don't like. You say, hey, that's not on in my world, that's not going to happen. Or saying, I love it when you do that. That's a really, uh, I really appreciate that, that the action that you did for me or for them. Uh, and also because of humans, humans come back from our tribal nature as connection, right? To your Well, back before modern society, you had your tribe, and your tribe was a vital connection. Actually, without your tribe, if you're banished from a tribe, it's life or death. And you can even see that on the nature shows when the monkey gets banished by the alpha male, it walks off with his head low knowing, oh, I mightn't survive here. So that's where uh, connections with friends, family, lovers, uh, basically, and communication with those people is one of the most important areas to work on out of all these areas I'm talking about. But I'm really giving you a, a lot of areas to, to think about here, um, about communication, connection, um, 
in now when you when I say relationship that could be a romantic relationship that can be a friends friends buddies relationship brothers sisters family mum and dad very important areas to work on and your connections with them and open clear assertive communi communication some good areas to work on here work on your anxiety uh, any phobias or like things that um, fear-based uh, behaviors uh, which there are many uh, a lot of lot of breakups in marriages and 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 just boyfriend girlfriend breakups are fear-based and um, when I say fear-based I wouldn't say a fear of a dog or a cat more like a fear fear of being hurt or a fear of being cheated on or insecurities a fear insecurities play out and they knock on to other areas and then there's misunderstandings once there's a double misunderstanding it's harder to get back to the point of truth which is where communication is so important um, once you get away from the point of truth what the initial problem is and you're two or three misunderstandings away from that it's hard to unscramble the egg because you've got to get through this all these misunderstandings to get back to that it's almost impossible to get that point and that's where the knock-on effect is where in relationships issues create more issues and they compound and then they head towards a breakup uh, and communication and disconnection and that's where a lot of people find a lot of troubles there when once we disconnected it goes right back to our uh, hunter and gatherer lifestyle so that's emotional health now there's way the things you can do there too to take some wildflower essences some herbal tonics uh, if it's anxiety you can take valerian and acaba um, there's things you can do for your emotional and, emotional and mental health uh, l-tyrosine is a good amino acid um, there's plenty you can do there on a therapeutic level but also education communication uh, watch, watching videos because um, then, then it's really hard to separate these areas talking about um, spiritual well-being as well and spiritual self-improvement life and style WA and today's subject is the new year kicking off the new year subjects my first show for the year and we're talking about levels of self-improvement now I've covered a lot of areas because there's four main levels uh, with a sub level which is your hormonal health uh, which is linked between physical and the mental and emotional and then we got so we'll talk with physical which is your body I mentioned a six-pack, kicking bad habits in your diet, improving your diet, making it more plant-based, education, exercise, maybe do some HIIT training once a week on top of your resistance training. I talked about um, mental health, uh, uh, mental well-being, and having your, your beliefs, getting your inner strength, your inner dialogue right, self-awareness is really important there, uh, getting your inner, inner resolutions, things that you allow to happen and what you don't allow to happen in your world. Now I'm talking about emotional health, being calmer, uh, sleep's vital to all areas from physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. Um, dreaming's very very spiritual and because subconscious in action. Talked about relationships uh, from meeting to breakups and, fa and family relationships all inside with communication and the connection that humans uh, crave and need and desire from our ancestral times when we we're connected to the tribe and the tribe was our world and being without the tribe um, 
and your and your and your greatest circle was one of the worst things going to happen to you. So that's actually um, all connected to your emotional health. Still, it's still ingrained in us to be connected and to co to communicate. Uh, and then the area of spirituality, which is out of the four areas, this one's maybe the most ambiguous. The word spiritual can be misinterpreted. Um, you ask 10 people what spiritual means and get 10 different answers. That's really what I'm saying. So but if you start with the very basics of spiritual well-being, um, is basically reading, learning, uh, reading positive, uh, things that are positive and investing in your emotional and mental health. Um, YouTube's really good. It's got the worst videos you can watch, but it's got some of the best videos you can watch. So you've got to be selective, be your own filter. And that's, that's like I said, with TVs, etc. Um, try not to watch the news. Just watch the weather, uh, etc. Um, we'll just watch it with the control in hand so you can actually filter off the bad stories. Um, then meditation's in there. A lot of people can't, can't meditate, but there's all different forms. One of the simplest forms is staring at a candle. Um, but YouTube's got all like subliminal and, and meditative tracks on there, which are pretty well free, just using your data. Uh, so it's subliminals. So pe people have a different, uh, different response to different levels of subliminals. So sub sub some subliminals are spoken words. So you can actually hear the words being spoken with um, soft music in the background. Others, you can only just hear the words, uh, but your subconscious can hear the words. You can't really quite make them out. And then there's others that are true subliminals where it's just you can only hear the music and the words are in the, hidden in the background, so you can't consciously hear them. And, and I find, personally, for me, the spoken word. Uh, oh, you've got guide, guided meditation. That's when they should take you through a meditation. Not, not so much those, but the spoken word subliminals, where it's just re repeated uh, keywords, I find most beneficial for me. But everyone's set differently in that way. So, look, you might you might take some wildflowers and sit down with the headphones on and fall asleep to a sleep subliminal that's about being calmer, for instance, right? But you just got to pick and choose which ones feel best for you and, and, and do, you do feel the benefit. And over two, three, four days of listening to something, um, you might find there's a healing going on. Um, but also on the spiritual aspect, personally me as well, I love nature, okay? The beach. I find the beach is pretty well one of my churches. doesn't mean I live down there, but when I'm down there, with the salt water and the colours and the turquoise and the breeze, and I even notice the seagulls, that's awesome for me, or going into a forest, nature, river, creek bed, beautiful, that's that's uh, my style of spirituality as well, so spirituality doesn't have to be this airy, fairy, out there um, thing, it can be plugged into nature and earth, um, and then you take it from there, go, go to areas that you could surf, philosophy, spiritual philosophy is fantastic to read. Um, and I mentioned I mentioned stoicism. But that's just that's just me. That's my choice. Okay, I'm not, I'm not recommending it to you. Everyone has, has. Look, cows eat grass, sharks eat fish. A cow doesn't eat fish, and a shark doesn't. So everyone will feed off their own level of what they what they need, each to their own. 
And that's why some of the uh, wisest sages in history talked in, in parables, because they, they 20 people can get their own gist and meaning from that same story and, and, and they'll take away their own, own goal from the story um, without ha having to drill the truth into someone. Uh, they'll talk in parables and symbolically so the farmer can walk away with his ideas, the priest can walk away with his ideas, a child can walk away with his inspiration from that same parable. So... Reading parables is good. Parable of the prodigal son is one of the most famous ones. Um, there's there's many many there. And also another thing I like to personally do is is to d delve into uh, different religions. Not 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 be religious, but just to delve into different religions here and there, and just to see the wisdom. Uh, Buddhism is great. Fantastic sayings and quotes in there. On all areas of life, uh, Confucianism. Uh, Confucius got some great sayings, unbelievable. And, and early Chinese um, philosophy as well, Yin Yang theory. That's a great one to get into. Such a simple philosophy, Yin Yang theory. It's pretty well the opposites: night, day, hot, cold, black, white, male, female. That's all Yin Yang theory is. But within that is a complexity. Because if you look at the yin-yang symbol, it's got the white and black sort of spiral shape there, but then each side has got the, the same colour of dot. And then, so within yin, there's yang, and within yang, there's yin. So, an example of that would be within a, ma a masculine male, there can be a feminine caring side, or there should be, and within a, um, let's say, a single mum, is feminine, she should still be able to fire up to protect her children, which is masculine aggressive, and so she should. So that's an example of uh, yin-yang. Um, the sun going down, sun's yang, because it's hot and it's fire. It goes down, release, releases the cool night, and the stars come out. So um, there's examples of yin-yang, so it's got the polarity of nature, like... Um, ice is yin because it's cold. Like a boiling water, which is the same element, is yang. Okay, so um, there's yin yang. When it's such a simple theory, but if you actually consider it in life, it's a very good for your uh, spiritual development. Because add on top of that, elemental theory, which is wood, earth, water, air, metal. Add, add your elemental theory, based in nature once again. Um, now you've got uh, yin-yang, opposites. Then you've got the elemental theory interplaying with the yin-yang. Um, there's enough food for thought right there. Okay, And then you can read about that. And then you can add that to your feng shui. Feng shui of your house, which is physical, but that also has a mental-emotional effect and a calming effect. I mean, Western people would, would call that oh, this, this house has got a nice feel or a nice vibe, nice atmosphere, where that's um, the Chinese, I've got an ancient art, uh, Feng Shui, to, to actually make, you know, allow that to happen using elements. So water element, fish tank, right? Wood element, some wooden furniture, metal element, uh, a metal lamp, lamp, uh, air element, um, window open with a wind chime out there. Uh, fire element, a log fire, or even an, 
uh, a picture of a sunset's fire element. Um, you can bring that in in different ways. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a log fire in the corner, especially in Perth, Western Australia. Um, I love a log fire in winter and sitting out around having some tapas with some close friends and a glass of Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot, Pinot Noir. Um, fire elements, awesome. And so actually humans evolved around, around sitting around the fire element. Uh, that's how we learned to cook. Um, but before that, there was no we didn't humans didn't control fire, so we pretty well ate uh, raw food diet. Um, so what I'm going to really get into here with your spiritual development is it's it's an ambiguous word. You ask ten people what spiritual means, you get ten different answers. Same as the word love. You ask ten people what love means, you get you easily get ten different answers. But your spiritual investment of self improvement should be based plugged into something very tangible like nature, reading, subliminals, uh, some form of meditation. Look, playing guitar is a form of meditation. It doesn't have to be a, you know, your Zen Buddhism type, which a lot of people can't do because there's a deeper deeper concentration there. Um, but just pick your own targets, your reading, uh, filter the bad out so you're not watching so much news and, and stupid videos on YouTube. Pick the YouTube videos where uh, they're more inspirational and, and positive. Invest in yourself. Self-betterment. That's what we want. And then, then 220 for me, that's why I started with this subject. Personally, me, as an Australian male, self-improvement, self-betterment year. It's the time to go. The numbers, I love the number, 2020. It's got a great, great ring to it. Invest in your body. Invest in your fitness. Eliminate... Cleanse out some of those bad habits. Get rid of them. They're not serving you any good. Uh, balance your hormones. Get your testosterone up or your progesterone up. Your estrogen balance them. Um, invest in your self-awareness and inner strength, your inner resolution, your inner game. Uh, education. Always look for education on sports, fitness, emotional health, right through to spirituality. Because it really... Before I go, if you look at your physical health, which is your body and your arms, your, your eyesight, uh, that's like the earth part of your body. It's plugged into the ground. It's like the roots of a tree. And right up to your spiritual health, it's almost like the, um, the flowers of a tree. They're the highest expression of the plant. Actually, the flowering plants are the, are the most evolved plants on earth. And the flowers are the most complex part of those plants. So we've got... Work on work on your sort of physical uh, bones, muscles, body, metabolism, through your hormonal health, mental emotional health, and that I'll be visiting this subject a few times this year because that's a real uh, brush over today. Each area is an entity in its right. Uh, Life and Style WA, Paul Wernley, signing off. Sayonara. <laughs>